0: There's so much health advice out there, lots of different voices and opinions, but who can you trust? Trust the experts, the world's brightest medical minds, our very own Cleveland Clinic experts. We ask them tough, intimate health questions so you get the answers you need. This is the Health Essentials Podcast, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to replace the advice of your own physician.
1: Welcome, and thank you for joining us for the Health Essentials Podcast. I'm your host, John Horton. Today we're talking with infectious disease specialist, Dr. Kristen England, about the upcoming flu season. Before we look ahead though, let's take a look back because the last two years have been quite an up and down journey because of COVID. In year one of the pandemic, The CDC reported only 2,000 flu cases in the United States. That's a historically low number. They tied that to the fact that people were wearing masks more, they weren't going out as much, and they were even doing things like washing their hands a little more. Then came year two. Many COVID-19 restrictions, including mask requirements, started fading away and folks started going out more. As people circulated, so did the flu bug and the CDC reported between 8 million and 13 million cases last year. So what can we expect this flu season? That's what Dr. England is here to discuss with us today, as well as the importance of getting the flu vaccine and how the ongoing situation with COVID affects both the flu season and the vaccine. Dr. England, thank you for being with us here today.
2: Oh, thanks so much for having me today.
1: Before we dive into talking about the flu, let's start by having you tell us a little bit about your work here at the clinic.
2: Sure. I'm an infectious disease doctor here at the Cleveland Clinic, down here at the main campus, and I see patients with all kinds of infections, but we've certainly had a whole lot of COVID over the last couple of years.
1: Definitely. I'm sure it's kept you pretty busy. It sure has. Let's get the conversation started now on the flu. Um, In a real basic way, can you tell us just kind of what the flu is and, and, and what it does to you if you get it?
2: Sure. So, influenza is uh, the broad term for a number of different types of viruses. There's influenza A and influenza B, and each of those have a number of different subtypes that they uh, that circulate around at any time during any season. So, it's typically spread through the air, and we breathe in influenza. And for the most part, people will have lung symptoms. They'll have a cough. They'll have a fever. They're going to feel. Awful. They're going to feel pretty tired, like they've been beaten up. Um, and they can get pretty severe pneumonia from this. While your body is fighting off uh, the virus itself, it can put a lot of stress on other body symptoms as well, including the heart. And people can have heart attacks and other types of symptoms throughout the rest of the body as a result.
1: It's hard to believe that it goes that far. I mean, you, just, you get... People talk about the flu like it's nothing, but it seems like it can be really, really, really serious.
2: Absolutely. You know, we certainly see people dying from influenza in previous years. We've had folks dying from influenza as much as 40,000 people every single year can die from influenza. Wow.
1: Um, as, as we mentioned at the start here, um, two years ago, is was historically low as far as flu cases. Why did we see such a jump last year?
2: Well, if we all remember back to two years ago, everyone was masking Hand hygiene was being practiced. We were socially distancing ourselves. We just weren't going out because of COVID. So because influenza is spread just the same way, we were de facto protecting ourselves from influenza as well. But we know that things have changed over the last year and the mandates have gone away and people are getting out more in the world. They're tired of being cooped up. I certainly understand that. But by the same token now, we're putting ourselves more at risk, not just for COVID, but for influenza as well.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, well, let, let's, I'm going to ask you now to get out your crystal ball. <laughs> um, what, what are we looking at for this upcoming flu season?
2: So if we look at other countries um, like Australia, and we often use Australia as a way to kind of predict what we're going to have because they're kind of a season ahead of us. They've seen a, a rise in the number of cases of influenza. And we are certainly going to see a significant rise in the number of cases of influenza this year as well. I mean, look around. When you go out to the grocery store, when you go out shopping anywhere, are you seeing people wearing masks? I'm not.
1: Yeah, it's kind of, it definitely has slowed down.
2: Absolutely.
1: Because there were lower case counts two years ago, does that have an impact going ahead as far as how likely you are to get it? Um, Is it going to make it where you're more likely to because it was down and then it rebounds that hard? Or or what kind of happens with that?
2: Well, many people probably were not getting flu vaccines over the last couple of years because they knew that they were protecting themselves wearing masks and, and socially distancing. So I think we see the number of people getting flu vaccines that was down. And, and you can get an additive benefit from having flu vaccines every year. So for not having flu vaccines for a couple of years, it may hit people a little bit harder this year
1: is that too i mean are there uh i guess additional complications that you're even looking at this year that might come with with the flu
2: sure you know certainly we're we're able to see that you know people are going to be admitted to the hospital um, not only with cases of pneumonia um, but they also may be seeing other other systems that are getting involved uh, because of that when your body gets very sick. You can get other organs involved, such as the heart, having heart attacks. You can get kidney failure. Um, People need to be put on ventilators um, to help them to breathe, and and that can have all sorts of complications.
1: Um, Dr. England, you've talked about how important the flu shot is just to prevent the flu. Um, Are there other side benefits that you could get out of being um, protected?
2: Well, certainly we know that when people get influenza or get the flu, it's not only just the symptoms that they have of the cough and the fever and, the, and uh, the, the infection in the lungs. It taxes the body, really puts a lot of stress on all of the other systems. So people can get side complications of, say, having a heart attack or even having a stroke as a side effect from having influenza. So we want to make sure that we're keeping everybody healthy from all of these complications.
1: How does that work? I mean, it seems you think about getting the flu and you think right. of it just as, uh, you know, you're just, you're sick. I mean, how does it cascade all the way to, to having a heart attack or a stroke?
2: Yeah. So a cascade is the great is a great word that you used with that. So we're stressing the system. So we're putting a lot of stress on the heart to be able to Uh, to help the rest of the body fight off this infection. And, you know, people's blood pressures can get out of control and that can contribute to heart disease as well. And we get these, call them kind of inflammatory responses throughout the throughout the entire body because it's all trying to fight off this viral infection. And they don't necessarily attack just the virus. The the cascade can, can start to attack other organ systems in the body as well.
1: Can it also move into uh, pneumonia or other, I mean, just horrible breathing situations?
2: Absolutely. The, the, The pneumonia is the number one complication. But if people's pneumonia gets bad enough, then they have to be put on a ventilator. They have to be put on other medications to try and control their blood pressure. And all of that can really stress the entire body.
1: Well, and I'd imagine if you were already compromised with some sort of illness or or a condition, it's going to make it just roll even worse.
2: Oh, absolutely. So we certainly know that even though perfectly healthy people can get severe complications from influenza, those who already have some underlying disease, whether you have some heart disease, whether you have underlying asthma or COPD or emphysema, uh, whether you have some vascular disease that may make you more at risk for having a stroke those can certainly occur and and get worse if your body's fighting influenza as well.
1: Now let's talk about how you can prevent yourself from getting the flu. And I know the one thing that everybody talks about is get the flu shot. I mean, you just, you need to get that poke. Um, Tell us why it's important to to go and and schedule your vaccine and and to, to get it.
2: Well, we've talked about some of the complications of getting influenza. It's not just a cold, it can be deadly. So why not protect yourself against something that could potentially kill you or one of your loved ones? It's a simple shot. It's extraordinarily safe. We do not give you the flu. You can't get the flu from a flu vaccine. I know that's always one of the big concerns. We're not giving you a live virus, so you can't get the flu from it. But you can keep yourself healthy and you can save the lives of those around you.
1: That's great advice and definitely something worthwhile to do. With COVID still around, does that make it even more important to to get the flu shot? I mean, how do those relate?
2: Well, COVID and influenza are very different viruses, but they can both affect the lungs and lots of other organs in your body. You can get both at the same time. There's no reason why you can't get both at the same time. So it really makes sense to protect yourself from both.
1: Okay. I know we had talked, and as you brought it up, uh, everybody should look to get the flu shot. Mm-hmm. But I know that there are certain groups where it's even more critical uh, right. that you go and you get that protection. Can you go over some of those?
2: Yeah. So influenza really tends to affect most dramatically uh, our older population, so those who are 65 and older, and the very young. So those who are really most um, at risk, uh, the most vulnerable also, for folks who have any kind of underlying uh, diseases, any kind of problems with, say, asthma or emphysema or COPD, anyone who has heart disease, they can all of these uh, can add up to having a much worse case of influenza.
1: So get get to the front of the line. Absolutely. <laughs> um... Let's look at at timing. Um, Is there any advantage to going and getting your flu shot early? I mean, should you wait a little? What should you just get as soon as possible? When when should you go and get that poke?
2: Well, as soon as the influenza vaccine is released, you can feel comfortable getting in line to get your vaccine at that point in time. There really is no benefit to waiting. Um, We certainly know that influenza season tends to run between say October and roughly March. Uh, but we have seen in recent years that it can really stretch those boundaries and show up sooner and last a lot longer. So it's really important to get the flu vaccine as soon as it's available for you. So
1: It's not gonna wear out. I don't know if that's what people sometimes think that if you get it too early, it's gonna not work later. we no, will you.
2: We are not gonna offer you a flu vaccine <laughs> uh, knowing that it would be wearing out on you. We just wanna make sure that we're getting everybody vaccinated as soon as possible. It, it also takes a couple of weeks for the vaccine to fully kick in. Yeah. So getting your vaccine, you know, right before the holidays, you know, that's going to be too late because you're going to, if you get it more than, you know, if you get it less than two weeks before you're getting together at Thanksgiving, then you really run the risk that you're going to be passing that virus around over the holidays.
1: Right, right. Um, I know you had said previously that you cannot get the flu from getting the flu shot. Right. Um, But if people do get the shot, um, what other symptoms could you have or kind of effects from from having it?
2: Oh, sure. So uh, as with many vaccines, when you get the shot, we're tricking your immune system into thinking that it has the flu so that it makes the proteins or the antibodies against that so that when your body really does see influenza, it's ready to attack. So you're going to get a little bit of a soreness to your arm. You may get a low-grade fever, may feel a little bit fatigued for 24 to 48 hours, but it really shouldn't be more than that. And trust me, that's a lot less than the symptoms you're going to get if you really do get influenza.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's worth a little bit of discomfort for, 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 for a day or so.
2: Absolutely.
1: Um, Um, Dr. England, if you go in and you get your flu shot, um, I'd imagine that there are possibly some side effects that you would have just from from getting the vaccine. Um, What can somebody expect from that? and, and, And why does that happen?
2: So actually side effects are a good thing, all right? In my mind, it's telling me that your body is responding to the vaccine and it is making those antibodies that eventually are going to protect you when you do see influenza. So you're going to have, you know, possibly you're going to have a sore arm. That's to be expected. You might have a low-grade fever. You might have some body aches. Um, Just feel pretty tired for 24 to 48 hours. But look at it this way. That's a good thing.
1: I know we've talked about it a lot with, uh, you mentioned you can't get the flu from getting the flu shot. Um, I know people had a lot of these same vaccination questions uh, when it comes to COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, Is it the same sort of, feeling that you're gonna get the same sort of response that your body's given uh, after getting the vaccine?
2: So absolutely, it it is very similar uh, when you get any kind of a vaccine, whether it be influenza or COVID or a pneumonia vaccine, you're gonna have some response, some body response from that. And that is again, just because your immune system is starting to build up and, and fight against that. None of these vaccines are live virus vaccines. We're not giving you the virus. There are some live virus vaccines, such as things like yellow fever and and measles, mumps, and rubella, but we're very cautious about who we give those to. Um, Influenza, I can't give you the flu. I can make you feel a little flu-like because, uh, again, you're gonna be getting that great response uh, that your body is now building up that immunity, but I really can't give you the flu.
1: That's good news
2: (laughs) I will say that sometimes Um, people can get an infection shortly after they have gotten the flu vaccine, and that's because it takes a couple of weeks to really build up that immune system. So if people get the flu vaccine and then within a couple of days they get the flu, it's not because of the flu vaccine. It's because they did get exposed to it probably before they got the vaccine, and their body hasn't had enough time to build up that immunity from the flu vaccine which is why it's really, really important that you give yourself a two week time period before you say, go over for Thanksgiving or get together for any of the other winter holidays. Make sure you get your vaccine a full two weeks ahead of time so that you don't go into an environment where you could potentially catch or spread the flu.
1: Let's talk about COVID-19 and the flu a little bit more. Sure. Um, I mean, COVID obviously has evolved incredibly since since over the last year. Um, How are the symptoms of of the coronavirus strains, um, how do those line up with with flu symptoms? Because I think sometimes people have trouble telling them apart. How do you know which you have?
2: Well, it's true. COVID has certainly gone through a number of different variations. But when you get down to it, the core symptoms of COVID with the fever, the chills, the body aches, the difficulty breathing, the cough those are very, very similar to influenza. So it can be very difficult to tell the two apart.
1: How is there a point where do you need to tell them apart? I know that sounds silly, but is there for treatment? Is there a benefit to knowing?
2: No, there's definitely a benefit to knowing which one you have because treatments are very different. So when I test somebody for COVID, I'm usually testing them for influenza A and B as well, because I usually can't tell apart just by the symptoms themselves.
1: Okay, okay. Let's, one thing, could you be, I guess, unlucky enough to get COVID and the flu at the exact same time?
2: (laughs) Could you get them both at the same time? You would be terribly unlucky, but there's no reason why you can't. They're two totally separate viruses. um, And there's, you know, there's really no, the way that you're going to protect yourself from one is the way you're going to protect yourself from the other. So if you're not being careful and, and, and masking when you need to and washing your hands and, and doing your social distancing from people, you could get them
1: both. Well, and actually, the, actually, that leads perfectly into the next question. Uh, when we were talking about protecting yourself from both. Right. Um, if you got the COVID-19 vaccine, will that do anything to protect you from the flu? And, and, and I guess, and vice versa, if you get the flu shot, will that protect you against COVID? I wish. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> we, we <all> <laughs>
2: unfortunately, uh, being two totally separate viruses. Uh, there is no way that one can protect against the other. It's like you know, getting a pneumonia vaccine and getting a you know, meningitis vaccine. They're, they're very different. All of our vaccines are quite specific to, to one virus or bacteria. So on, at this point in time, we need to get both. So you're gonna need to get a flu vaccine this fall, as well as likely an updated COVID-19 vaccine as well.
1: Okay, and just so people don't worry, if you get one or the other, I mean, they're not going to interfere with each other, correct?
2: Absolutely not. You can get both vaccines, frankly, at the same time.
1: Oh, wow! That was going to be the next question. You can one-stop <laughs> shop it, so you can't. You can get them both. You could make an appointment, come in, and just both of them. Boom! Right away.
2: Absolutely, why not? Why not get them both at the same time? That way you can save yourself some time. And uh, you know, if you're gonna have a sore arm and, and maybe a low grade fever for a couple of days from either one of them, why not have them together? Definitely. They're not gonna, it's not gonna interact. You're not gonna get less of a response to one because you've gotten two at the same
1: time. That is, that is very good to know. Um, but as far as if you're um, an adult or, or a child, is there any difference in, in the timing of getting those? I mean, can you, do you have to stagger them or, or... Is it the same?
2: You should be able to get uh, both vaccines, whether you're an adult or a child.
1: Okay. Um, In addition to getting the flu shot, which as we said is probably one of the best ways you can protect yourself, what other things could you do just to kind of prevent yourself from getting the flu?
2: Well, as we know, going back into the fall, when we tend to see most of the viral infections floating around anyway, because people are going more indoors Kids are going back to school. Uh, People are getting into much more enclosed spaces together. We see a lot of viruses running around. So trying to do the things that we've been doing during the time of COVID is gonna be very important. So I think people need to be very comfortable wearing masks, making sure that they stay a safe distance away from other people. Hand hygiene, for goodness sakes, we've all gotten used to using the hand sanitizer. Keep it up. It's so important. That's never going to go away. We're always going to need to continue using that. But thankfully, we've now all gotten into the habit of doing that. But you know, I still wear my mask when I go out grocery shopping or go to any of the different stores. And I think it's important that we, we, we maintain that ability to have people feel free to wear masks if they want to. I doubt we're ever gonna get back to a mandated type of a stage anymore, but I think it's important that if you want to wear a mask, feel comfortable, wear it. It's important for you and your own health and you know what's going on in your body, your own health and those around you, you need to feel comfortable wearing it.
1: So keep yourself safe.
2: Absolutely, keep those around you safe, keep your loved ones safe. You're not just doing it for yourself, you're doing it for everyone in your family.
1: Uh, That's that's great advice. Um, We have covered a lot of ground here. Um, Is there anything that we haven't discussed um, that you think we should bring up?
2: I think it's important to know that influenza vaccines are exceptionally safe. They have been around for so many, many decades, and we know that they save lives. So it's tremendously important to make sure that you're getting your flu vaccine.
1: Perfectly said, Dr. England. So thank you so much for being with us here today. Of course. Um, if you have any questions about the flu or the flu shot, talk to your doctor or call Cleveland Clinic at 216-444-2200. You can find more information online too at clevelandclinic.org flu. Thank you for being with us today.
0: Thank you for listening to Health Essentials, brought to you by Cleveland Clinic and Cleveland Clinic Children's. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts or visit clevelandclinic.org HEPodcast. You can also follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for the latest health tips, news, and information.